Oh, g'day. How's it going? Welcome back to Deep and Meaningfuls with Furzy. Furzel Minerzel. That's what they call me. This is episode number 13. Lucky number 13. Now, there are three things that I love in life. A bit of a giggle, a cup of tea, and a good deep chat. Now, I went to LA uh, not long ago to record some music. And while I was there, I had a good deep chat with a guy named Nat. A chat with Nat. Nat has an Instagram and Facebook page called Nat's What I Reckon. And I came across him because a friend of mine sent me a video of this guy covered in tattoos, piercings hanging off his face, who was wearing a cowboy hat and was wandering around saying the phrase, good on you champ. And it was hilarious. Uh, And then I watched some of his other videos and they were also hilarious. So I guess he would be what you call a, a social media comedian. He's really doing great. He's in LA at the moment. So I thought, let's get him on, fix it up. We had a really great chat. I was stoked to meet him. We had a good time hanging out and he's a, he's a, he's a really sweet dude. It was awesome. He might look scary, but he's got a big heart and he's got a lot of love, that guy. He's, he's a good dude and he's a crack up. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And now I bring you Nat's What I Reckon. Um, don't do that. You can't even fuck with it. You can't even. It's a pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's the Britney Spears <laughs> pop filter. I've done them without them before and it's a, it's a, it's a mess. Um, That's why I think you'd like Big Les. It's all, no, none of this. None of this. No, all the characters just speak straight through the fucking mic. <laughs> it makes on, his, on his computer. Yeah, and it's really funny. <laughs> Worse is better. Hang on. Let me just. Let me you show sure you. that sun's not in your eyes? It looks like it's fucking on the edge. It is. It's there, but I'm going to be all right. I've got sunnies. I've got, sun, got sunnies too. Maybe I'll. Let me. <laughs> well, I've got more. I've got, I've got Don't tell me. All right. There's a bit more game. So you don't have to be. I'll have distortion and a chorus. Wanna, <laughs> we'll do it in post. We'll do it after that. <laughs> yeah, let me get some shades. I've got a hat and shades. Just saying. Sun smart. I, I just did a fresh pit bull shave on me melon, so I'm, uh-huh. I need to get a bit of sun on me. You get a deep bronze. On and, yeah, look at that, eh? <laughs> Dude, nice. It's oh. a type of Ray-Ban I haven't seen before. I got these in Bali for... Uh, thirty thousand dollars, Balinese <laughs> gems or whatever they, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, so three, three, three dollars. Is that right? Three bucks. Yeah, three bucks well spent. And I got them as a bit of a laugh, to be fair, but I quite like I them. See ya. Thanks, man. Yeah, um, we've started, by the way. Have we started? Yeah, yeah, River. We just, I just lost of... my Ray Bans. So, <laughs> are you saying I've stolen them? <laughs> the different Ray Bans. The round ones? It's just this whole conversation started on jealousy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine cost like 200 and something dollars though. So. Yeah. I see. I did that. I did, <laughs> I've done that before and I always lose shades. Like Ray-Bans are a very easy thing to sit on or. Yeah. And if you spend $3 on them, you'll have them for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's it. Suffering your jocks. Mm. Buy something nice, you fucking sit on it. That's what you get. That's yeah. what you get. You've earned that. Yeah, you're good with volume? I'm good with volume. That's volume for you. I mean, I'm not scared of cranking it Don't right mess up. with my volume, though. Yeah. That's not for you. <laughs> this knob's for you. This knob's not for you. 
Fair enough. <laughs> Where we go? I've got a couple of notes on my phone. Kick it off. Um, but it's not really very formal. See, so then, then when there's there's formal scenarios, it kind of all turns to shit. Everyone starts wearing um, like satin. It's the last formal. What was that? That's I wore. I wore a gold tie with mm-hmm. a white suit in my high school. <laughs> yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. I was just was thinking close. that the other day. I was like, formals. That's it's a good theme for a party, don't you think? Like high school formal. High style? school formal. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of like all the all the young guys are wearing their dad's oversized suit or yes. whatever. Or they've gone to Lowe's. They <laughs> just bought this fucking mental. You look like SpongeBob Square Dad. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the girls are all done up and they look, they look amazing. Oh, and yeah. someone's like, particularly if you're like from Western Sydney or you know. Someone will have rented a Tirana or something like that. They'll be dropped off in a nice they car. Can, they can turn up with, with real class. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like that out in Orange with, mm-hmm. the, with the, the high school formal. Yeah, there's a lot of satin oranges and pinks and yeah. and the girls all look way older than the guys, the pimply-faced guys just doing their, doing their best in their dad's suit. It's Yeah, it's a real look. You look fucking mental in the wrong suit. Doing your best to just be a grown-up, really. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're trying to figure that out. I remember trying to buy cigarettes when I was a kid with um, – and I, I, the idea I had in my head, like, that made me look a bit older was to hold my phone and keys right. in the same hand. Yeah. Like, you'd be surprised how old you'd look <laughs> with your phone and your keys in your hand and then asking for a pack of, of Winnie Golds. Did it work? Yeah, fucking hate it did, yeah. I guess it makes you kind of look a little bit um, – Authority, like you've got other things on. I've got things to be doing, mate. I need my ciggies, and I've got to get back yeah, to business. Big meeting, I've got meetings. Yeah. I've got a million dollars right now to buy and sell. Need the ciggies. Yeah, it's probably, I'm going to buy more cigarettes with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a person with a clipboard. You'd be surprised the amount of authority you have. If you hold a clipboard. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, <laughs> wandering around the beach with a clipboard. See what happens, mate. You've just been in um in the desert. That's right. Yeah, in the Arizona desert. Yeah. A couple of them, yeah. In the Nevada desert? In the Nevada desert, yeah. That's an interesting place in the world. Mm. There's from my – it's probably like Australia but mm. with people that live out there. Yeah. Yeah, there are – I suppose so. I haven't spent much time in the Australian desert but, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Arizona, we went through for, from here to LA through, yeah, through California, through Arizona into uh, New Mexico. Desert's fucking unreal. Yeah. Yeah, there is more people out there, but it's, I suppose, it's the same country town kind of vibe. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, um, did you go to Joshua Tree? We did. It was the first stop. stop. Yeah. Yeah. Trendy Joshua Tree. Trendy Joshua. How is that? How is it pretty trendy these days? It's very trendy. Mm. I mean, it was very pleasant. I felt like I'd really broken through into, you know, I was smashing the cultural atom when I got to <laughs> Joshua Tree and then remembering everyone's like, that's oh, where all the fucking. Tryhards go to Joshua Tree. The peak of civilization. Yeah, the Joshua trees themselves are, are quite pretty. Yeah. I parked my car right next to one and took a photo of my car with the Joshua Tree. Excellent. Sent a photo to my family saying, at the Joshua Tree. I didn't realise that that was the name of the trees. Yeah. I thought Josh. that it was a place that had one, like, historical, historic tree and cool. they named, that was the Joshua, Joshua Tree. yeah. And then I realised there's just Joshua Trees everywhere then, buddy. They're fucking everywhere, yeah. There's nothing rare about them. It's actually illegal to touch them. You can't, you can't touch them, you can't. Okay. You know, you can't, yeah, you can't fuck with the Josh. Right. I'm right. sure there's some, there's actually probably some Im, Im, very important cultural uh, um, importance to the Joshua Tree that I'm disrespecting but not really knowing what the Joshua Tree is. But, yeah. 
It's uh, yeah, they are fucking beautiful. I did see some of them in Arizona. I mean, this this could end up being a Joshua Tree podcast. Yeah, right. All the places I've seen a Joshua Tree. <laughs> They're pretty abundant. Enough, most of them in the Joshua Tree. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts to get a little ambiguous now. We can see why they call it that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and did you, what was the what was the alien stuff you were doing? Oh, so the so there's a big there's a big thing on the internet as you may have seen the storm area 51 they can't stop us all so basically people who are just keen to find out what's actually going on i don't think it was so much keen as there was a young guy who was uh i think bored at apparently one in the morning or something or other i think he may have even been at work don't mm. quote me on that but he started this page as a joke let's storm area 51 let's see them aliens that's probably not right but he, something to that kind of yeah, in, in that kind of vibe. So, I mean, it had like almost three million people say that they were kind of wow. they were going to go. So I was like, well, I'm going to fucking miss that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was the beginning of the mission. I was thinking, well, there's a couple of things on the cards. I was like, well, we can we're going to kind of head that way. That was in New Mexico. Actually, no, that was what am I talking about? It was in Nevada. Since then, I've kind of become pretty fascinated with the whole alien bonanza in the desert. I fucking yeah. love it. Did you see that documentary? I say in inverted commas, disclosure. No, it's 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 this guy. I can't even remember his name now, but it's it's about it's like a full on. Uh, it's I guess it's what they would say is the closest thing to proof of aliens. Right. Or outside, if you can't tell, because there's a chopper. Yeah, that's an alien. That's right an now. alien chopper. Yeah, it's yeah. probably we're talking about the it's wrong. It's a new things. alien model. From yeah. Hopefully, there's a crime going on nearby, so it'll just circle. Yeah. Be alien crimes. Alien crimes. <laughs> It's probably us right yeah. now, actually, in America. Yeah, and it's yeah. So that it's, I don't know how much of it to really take note of. It's very interesting, and they and apparently they found these little these little dudes mm-hmm. that are you know humanoid things, and they're you know yeah about a foot long, and they've yeah. got these elongated heads, and there's uh-huh. there's they're actually in laboratories being studied, right. and and this guy's kind of dedicated his life to. Exposing all this stuff. And yeah. It's, Fucking good it's pretty, it's pretty kooky. Yeah. But it's it kind of seems legit. Where did they find those aliens? I think it was out there. I Joshua think it was Tree. out in the desert. <laughs> at, yeah, at Joshua Tree. They black down. They Didn't dug you? up a Joshua That's why they're not allowed to, dig, to touch the Joshua Tree. That's right. It's full of aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but every time there's a Joshua Tree, it's a burial Couple site. Of aliens for an alien. fall out. Yeah. yeah. Case the shit. Um, so it was, that was the first time I kind of watched it and was like, I don't know, you've got to take all that stuff with a grain of salt, but I remember thinking this is its just very curious. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how I feel about that physical alien humanoid kind uh-huh. looking aliens that, that bo- are just like us. You know? Yeah, well, that, that bothers you. It, well, I just I guess I've listened to too much Terence McKenna. Do you know who Terence McKenna I'm, is? I don't. He's like the, the, the psychedelics mushroom guy from, uh-huh. the, from the 80s, <laughs> 90s. Yeah, right. And his take on it was it's really arrogant of us to think that, that aliens – would look anything remotely close to us. Uh-huh. You know, if the universe is so endless, yeah. then why on earth would they, they look, look like, us. like us? That's a good call. Yeah, I suppose so. I think his his ultimate take is that mushrooms, like fungus, is right. is probably an alien thing right. that's come from somewhere else on a Classic asteroid. thing to say on mushrooms, <laughs> that too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It does It does seem a little like those dots can be I true. want to know what he does think that they look like. Yeah, well, he's what dead. What do they look like then? Yeah, well, he th- I think he look- thinks they look like mushrooms. Is I think that he right? thinks that that is the closest thing to an alien. I reckon he's been playing Mario too much. 
Yeah, well, now no, that's weird, isn't it? Why did why on earth did Super Mario have a have a dude with like that's a fucked psychedelic in my head mushroom? Since I was a kid, yeah, I don't know. And we, yeah, because those know. ones, the red, the red ones with the white dots, they they'll kill you. Right, that's a turtle. I think. I oh, know the toad. The You're talking about Cooper Trooper. I'm talking about Cooper Trooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, I've come in hot there. Get your mushroom. You Get should, your, your turtles and mushrooms yeah, in order. How dare you speak ill of Mario Kart? Do um, you, of Mario Kart? Yeah. Like, we've gone to Mario Kart. I thought it was just the general Mario. We've gone to Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play the first Mario? The, the first kart? Nintendo NES. No, no karts. It was the kart, regular kartless Mario. Mario. The 8-bit Mario. Yeah. I, I, not for a while, but I, that, I, did, I did dabble, yeah. Hmm. It, it's um, oddly addictive still. Yeah, I've still I've got a lot to say about Mario. Let's hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just, grew up on Mario. Yeah, I did a lot of Mario. It's good shit. I remember I, I had a, I think a cartridge from Nintendo cartridge that had had Mario and Duck Hunt on it. Yes, it always fucked me off that my sister, sister and I, I got a younger sister, she would play Duck Hunt. So it came with a gun. So you'd, hmm. you'd, you'd shoot, the, shoot the ducks. You've hmm. probably played Duck Hunt, maybe hmm. not. But my sister would walk right up to the telly and fucking stick the gun on the telly. Yeah. You're kind of breaking the rules there. Yeah. I realise I've, I've strayed away from Mario here, but it's, okay. it's the same cartridge. It's all, so. it's all good yeah. Nintendo stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, she'd have the gun on the screen and just – Does that work? It does work, yeah. I was fucked off that it, it does work, but it really does work, yeah. I mean, that's she's, – yeah, she's smarter than me now too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's about winning. You get, yeah. get these – Stick the gun on the telly. Get these ducks done. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I've always liked about the Mario and the – you know, that that's about as violent – as as Nintendo's ever really gotten from stuff that they personally produce. Is, yeah, I suppose so. Is Duck Hunt. Well, I don't know. There was some pretty mental shit on Wii for a second there. I can't remember what it was called. There was some chainsaw fucking... Yeah, but was that like made by Nintendo or was that by something else? It's hard to say. I don't know. I guess I've always liked... Someone had a mushroom party at the office. Yes. Made a really violent game. It, yeah, yeah, right. Just and then the Wii ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I played... Did you ever get into like the, the hyper real like Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff? Um, I'm a big fan of Fallout. I did. I do like. Um, I do like first-person shooters. I'm not a massive gamer, but I do. I fucking yeah. I've got. I've got into some pretty violent games. Last of Us is my. Is probably one of that my one's most great time. recent. Yeah, you've played because that it's shit. like zombies. They're kind yeah. of like zombie things. Yeah, well, it's, it's got a bit of a story to it. I like yeah. that. And with the little girl and the and the and the older fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. And they kind of he's got to get her across town. And that, that's a great. It's like you're playing a movie. Yeah, I, lo- I love that shit. I like yeah. Fallout too because Fallout was the first kind of game I played where, I mean, as an adult anyway, that what everything you did kind of determined the next thing that happened. I mean, if you're a fuckwit, then people treat you like a fuckwit. Yeah, right. So Your you actions could, have consequences. Yeah, you could, you could you, you walk up to someone and see, you know, them. they might be sitting next to a fridge with a child and you can, you know, hey, how are you going? Do you need a hand with anything? Or it's post-apocalyptic, so, mm. you know, that's a very important fridge. <laughs> you can either, you know, uh, kill them and uh, take everything out of the fridge, or yeah. you can help them. Yeah, it was a pretty heavy moment and in gaming. Yeah, right. But it's like the complete opposite of GTA, where you can just yeah sniper down policemen and pedestrians, and nothing ever happens. Yeah, yeah. Any, any, anything goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a dark place that that video games have gotten to. Well, it's kind of weird to analyze that that something like GTA I mean, GTA in general. Yeah, that, that it's so wildly successful. Well, it is, but it's. Dude, you're, the first GTA was fucking crazy. It's pretty savage. For the, what it, for what the, it is, the one the that was down. just like the bird's eye view. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember You just that. go and shoot Hare Krishnas and like it was it was pretty That's fucking r- out of control. Is that yeah. what those orange guys were? I, I don't know, but I think so. I think it was something like that. I, yeah, right. That probably makes more sense. There was a, a group of orange dudes jogging. I always thought they were just like a team that were in an orange outfit. Yeah. I, I, I suppose they were to Hare Krishnas what the Porsche in that car was to Porga, <laughs> whatever they called it. <laughs> Yeah, it changed. It, yeah. yeah, and as it goes, I don't know. I, I think that like video games and real life are very clearly very different things. Sure, that's kind of I don't know. Sure, so another weird outlet. Things are violent. You might be in violent stuff, but there's a there's a safe way to. Yeah, yeah, fall yeah. out. Make the right choice. Make the right choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, everyone's an asshole too. Podcast sponsored by Fallout. Mm-hmm. Make the right choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like it's kind of in a way like heavy metal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. Yeah, sure. You know, exceptionally yeah. aggressive, and and you know people who are into heavy metal mm-hmm. tend to look scary. Did you know that Bon Jovi was called the bad boy of heavy metal at one stage? <laughs> just so you know, what just this this year? <laughs> I think so. I think on like E News or something like that. He's a Bon Jovi, the bad boy of heavy metal. Wow, wow, old Bon Jovi, eh? Yeah, it's his fault. Yeah, he yeah. ruined it for everyone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember trying to buy a Bon Jovi CD when I was a kid. I mean. By try, I was like, Mum, can I have a Bon Jovi set? Oh, so, like, did you have your phone and your thing in your hand? So you no, no. Just, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's where you missed out. Yeah, we're smoking a cigarette. You're not, you're not old enough to buy Bon Jovi. <laughs> he's the bad boy of heavy metal. Yeah, he'll, that's a, he's a bad influence. Yeah, he'll ruin your life. Wait till you're 21. You'll be playing GTA and that's what, <laughs> what's going to happen next. That's it. <laughs> he's a wild child. Yeah. I do, I, do, I do think that's interesting what you say about, um, about like heavy music, um, you know, comparatives are being pretty – Aggressive, and it really, yep. yeah, it is. It is pretty aggressive stuff, but it's, you know, it's outlet aggressive. <laughs> exactly. Again, hopefully for most art. people, it, it seems to be that it is just, it's just nice to get pumped mm-hmm. and just kind of have it as an outlet, mm-hmm. like punching a boxing bag. Sure. It's like, you, that's what I get from it anyway. I'm not sure. by any means an aggressive person, but it's, you kind of yeah, see an, all that out in the, in the, in the tunes. It's an important, yeah, it's an important, it's an important um, emotion, anger. It's a. Uh, yeah, it's what you do with it. It's that's uh, where things change. Yeah, anger is one of the most powerful and interesting things, but when it's put in the hands of, you know, usually men that are that grow up being told anger's bad, or you know, you're getting angry as a, a way to assert yourself, then that shit becomes bad. Exactly. I think when it's like when it's a healthy outlet and there's you know music's heavy and that make, it gives you a bit of makes you feel a bit like fuller of yourself at the, at the time or whatever that happens to be. Yeah. You know, you feel a bit more empowered. That's that's cool. That's really important. That's a nice nice way to relate to something. It's the same as you would relate to any artwork. You say, well, that's heavy. I'm feeling fucking heavy. Mm. Let's get heavy. That's yeah. cool. Uh, you're, you're, ex- you're absolutely right. I think, you know, there are people who go through their life suppressing, suppressing, whatever it might be, especially mm. if it's anger. I mean, as you say, it's not only very important, but you can't, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. We all get angry. It is fucking inevitable. But like yeah. if you squash that, that's probably going to be the person who ends up being... Chaotic. You know, yeah, yeah, chaotic, exactly. Like they, they, everything's nice, there's nothing heavy metal about them, mm-hmm. but it's just, there's no outlet. Yeah. And it's just constantly buried and then you have a breakdown. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you have to, you have to, it Good has to it. come out. Yeah. And art and music and all those creative things are a really wonderful way of doing something with that stuff. Yeah. That's safe and can even be like important. Yeah. Well, it is important for other people. You can find your way through that emotion and stuff yeah. rather than being in a fucking aggressive lunatic. Yes. So, you know, yes. 
Yeah. It's funny that that exact thing. I remember they, you know, long-haired, tattooed people and, and – I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, what's the, the stereotype that exists yeah. for all these things? Oh, don't, don't go near them. They're scary people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was funny. I found from when I was, you know, just a, a young man going to hard rock concerts mm-hmm. full of these kinds of people there was always that little part of me that was like, oh, am I in danger here? You know, this is yeah. aggressive music. There's a lot of – it's dark. There's a lot of yeah. – but yet what I learned was that the people who were always the kindest to me were those people. Yeah. And the people that were – that I had to worry about were the ones at the trendy nightclubs that looked super cool. There you go. Those are the ones who'd want to pick a fight. Well, and, that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. You're, told, you're told to fucking – well, that's what – you know, you've been watching Ninja Turtles when you grow up yes. and all the bad kids are fucking – off listening to heavy music and yep. doing kung fu. But yet, ironically, but, I love Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> My brand is a fucking Ninja Turtles logo. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I love it too. But it's. Um, We've excused that that shortcoming of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. A, yeah, it's interesting that, hey, when people are like, you, you've been told that this is a bad thing. Mm. People, it was a very classic thing with tattoos and long hair and rock and roll and all that. Yeah. It's an identity that, um, you know, you've been told is scary, much like. Where racism belongs and you know classism and all that shit, you've been told that poor people or black people or you know, whatever it is, you've been told that that's scary because it because it's not part of your little fucking stupid safe world. Yeah, it's not stupid, but you know it it is stupid when it thinks those things. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, hey. Yeah, it really, and I think that also that might be the reason that heavy metal fans and that kind of thing is so intensely fanatical. You know, it's it's like you realize, oh, hang on, one. Not only are these people not scary, but I actually kind of belong. This is like a, sure. it's like kind of like a family. Like it's so not mainstream, but mm-hmm. yet there are these heavy metal festivals that are just enormous. Yeah, enormous, and they've never they've never gotten smaller. Like it's mm-hmm. not dying. It's certainly it used to be cool for one period in like the eighties when Motley Crue were around. But uh-huh. that like the, the 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 death metal and 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 stuff that's way more aggressive than Motley Crue. Yeah. It's huge, like Hellfest and all that kind of stuff in yeah. Germany. It's massive. Well, I mean, stuff like that's come to Australia. You've got like Download and yep. there's lots of, yeah. I mean, those those things are huge in Europe. Yeah. That stuff has always been, well, not always, but it's, it's generally like. It's almost it's, mainstream in Europe. But, yeah. Well, but I mean, even outside of the mainstream. It's still massive. Yeah. It is massive. But I mean, yeah, exactly. It's a, in bands like Sepultura, which were like big in the late 80s in fucking Brazil, you know. Yeah. Those bands are like. From you know, that's it. they've done a lot of fucking hard work to get in that scene, and Absolutely. it's now the quintessential kind of thrash metal. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, it's trend-setting fucking scenes. Yeah, yeah. It's even funny when you see like the the circle pits and the mosh pits, and mm. it's just like looks like absolute carnage. But there's a weird etiquette yeah. that goes on in there. Y- yes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot to say about those fucking circle pits. Yeah, I've never. To be honest. I never, I've never been in. Yeah. It's always been like that's where I draw the line. I'm like, yeah, look, if you guys want to bash into each other and mm-hmm. you know, swing your arms around like a little kid having a tantrum, that's yeah. fine. But I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting part of that that stuff is that there are those uh, ball rings or whatever you want to call it of people having a, you know, going going nuts to the the band in this circle. It's quite common in hardcore scenes. You know, be lots of spin kicks and fucking carrying on, which I don't. Uh, objectively mind there's a weird there's, there's kind of two parts of that one part is that it it kind of does separate particularly women from those scenes where like uh, you know a, a woman might want to be involved in that and feeling the same things that, that the men are in that zone but wouldn't dare go into that 
pit of fucking spin kicking dickheads <laughs> yes. that are really having a very tough time. I mean, tough guy time. Yeah. You know, kind of. But then then on the flip side, there's a lot of amazing grind shows and like death metal shows where if anyone would fall over, everyone would rush to pick them up. Mm. And that's really awesome. Mm. There are like strange – in those scenes are very yeah, – there's little – there's a little difficult and easier spots there. I guess it's not. It's I've never quite. I've never been. I've never really gotten into anything heavier than like the kind of the, the old school thrash metal. Beyond uh-huh. that, I kind of haven't really been involved in the lines, the live scene very mm. much. But would you say that you know what you're getting into when there's those kind of scenarios, or is it almost like a bit? Oh wow, this is really escalating. Do you mean in terms of the show, or in terms of that kind of pit? That kind of pit, like that kind of that kind of crowd participation. Like you kind of go, oh, if you're going to a show by mm. this band, you yeah. know what that's going to be like, and that's that's what you're. I mean, I mean, that's hard to speak on. Being that, I mean, if you didn't know that band, maybe you didn't know what that involved. Generally, yeah. with it, there are some, there are types, styles, or subgenres of heavier music that encourage, you know, probably more dangerous parts of that that behavior, and yeah. others that are like, hey, if you were going to. Go and jump in a psychotic ring of spin kicking men. That's probably yes. It's probably a safer, safer zone. But yeah, I yes. mean, it's you're really trying to analyze a bunch of people's personalities from a distance that are all going <laughs> mental to death metal. That's it's, true. It's hard to. That's true. I mean, I think the thing is too. It's almost like just organized fighting. Like it's like no one mm. really does it out of turn. So it's kind of like, look, they're all doing that. If you want to be a part of that, well. Yeah. Okay, if you don't, don't go in there. You could say that about fucking just about everything in society. Yeah, you can see right. an office full of people bored out of their minds, hating themselves. Yeah, feeling you can like decide slaves, to join that know? circle pit yeah. as well. Yeah. That's true. That's a very, very good point. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. That There's, can also be, be just as damaging. As it, that can be probably, an emotional kick in the face. Yeah, well, you could, but the problem is you do that for 40, 50 years. You know, you do a circle pit maybe yeah. once and go, okay, that's not for me. Or, yeah. yes, I love getting spin kicks in the mouth. <laughs> It'd be interesting to introduce the two together. (laughs) Maybe it would make a much more harmonious workplace. (laughs) Friday, circle pit day. I don't think that's entirely a bad idea. I think maybe some stagnant or stiff uh, environments like that that are fairly, um, I mean, not just corporate, but like office environments where you're all just, just, everyone just fits in the thing. Yeah. It's like maybe a death metal band like once every month (laughs) and just some go nuts, a couple beers. Yep. Or not, yeah. you know, uh, whatever it is, yeah. just fucking fizzy water. Yeah, just yeah. go a bit nuts. You yeah, know, a nice little catharsis. Yeah, just you get a fucking minute off. Let it all, yeah, you let it, kind of like the purge. Yeah. Yeah, but with death metal. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It that's is good. If it works for you, it is quite frightening from a distance, that shit. If it's not your style of music, that is so okay. I am frightened by a lot of music on the radio at the moment. And very genuinely, yeah. like that, yeah. I would be very upset if I was stuck in a massive crowd of people, I won't say bands because I want to be a prick. I like all sorts of music, sites of music, all sorts of music. But yeah, that's cool. You're not into that thing, you know. Yeah. Maybe there should be a a rave option for that office as well. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, you know, that would be a real. Well, who knows what would happen in that? But that office setting. The interesting thing about where the kind of neuroticism comes in is it's kind of like. I don't know how you felt about school, but I was—I just couldn't wait to leave. Fucking oath. Yeah, and but the interesting thing about the office kind of thing is it almost 
it's just that again, it seems. Mm-hmm. And I, look, I've never worked in an office, so I'm talking, I'm speaking out of turn, but it mm-hmm. appears as though, you know, there's this hierarchy again. Yeah. People are more important than other people. Huh. And and it's and there are always going to be people who are really respectful and people who really abuse that kind yeah. of thing. And it's But that's in your job too, surely. Like you're well, an actor, right? More so than anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and the film industry is fucking crazy. Like yeah. Yeah. someone's getting paid an irritating amount of money yeah. and you're not. I guess the difference is when you're not in an office is you get to – you don't, have to, yeah, you don't have to <laughs> yeah. be in their face all the time and yeah. just kind of take orders. Hmm. You can kind of at least go about your business and be like, well, yeah. I'm not, I didn't play the game right, so uh-huh. I don't get to play at all. Well, fine. At least I don't have to put up with your junk. Yeah, but yeah. then again, I've... It's a bit more creative, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, but it, there's also, yeah, I guess the balance is that, you know, if you work in an office, you get paid. Mm-hmm. half the time you're not getting paid when you're in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. particularly if you're a fucking freelancer. Yeah, yeah. You Shout do. out to all the freelancers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just kind of try try and strike while the iron's hot while yeah. the creative juices are flowing and hope that it something comes good. Yeah. Okay, so we've figured that out. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Officers, you get paid, but you deal with a bit of shit. Tick the box. Creative, you don't get paid, but it's fun. You just have to wait. Six yep. months before the um, accountant or whoever's res- – oh, just that accountant. It's just so slow. They're just so <laughs> irritating. I'm so sorry about that. I'll email them for the fucking 90th pretend time. Yeah, yeah. And you'll get paid. Never. Yeah. Or maybe someday. Whoops, well, that was the wrong payment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Whoopsies. Am I? Yeah, yeah. Your checks in – I love that over here. They still do checks. Oh, I love a check. Your checks in the mail, it'll be there in six to eight weeks. Nothing's more fr- – imagine if someone actually paid you in a check. Like <laughs> handed you a paper you check. Yeah. yeah. It's Isn't that what checking accounts are for? It's a fucking check. Isn't it? That was originally what checking accounts were for. Maybe I'm wrong. Just for checks. Well, for checks. So you could write that was that account was, was set aside for writing checks. I'm probably wrong. And if I am, well, that's we would, fine. We wouldn't know being people born in the 80s from Australia. It's just we're done with that. We're it's done. What, no checks. No checks. Move doesn't, on. Doesn't check out. We don't, ride a, we don't ride a horse to work anymore. How do you spell check? I spell it with a Q. Yeah. <laughs> I've no idea. It's, I know that it's got a lot of cues in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I don't it's, know. It's, 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 it's stupid. It's, it's my favourite scene in the Big Lebowski. It's is probably my favourite movie of all time. Yeah, it's a very trendy one to it's be a one, favourite. Wonderful film, though. The hippo eyes milk with a check. That's like seventy five cents, sixty something that's cents. Right, that's he right. pays for it with a check. Yeah, that's where I think checks belong. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're kind of classist shit. Where you could be like, cool, I'm paying for you know. Yeah. Go to one of these really irritating, overpriced, organic corner shop, which may be right near us right now. Yeah, yeah. And pay for fucking, yeah, one of those heirloom tomatoes with a check. With a check. That's where I think checks And I like that because you can run away as well, you know, like there's, you haven't got any money yet. Well, the check might bounce. See you later. I'll be be in Cuba. (laughs) I'll be in a circle pit (laughs) in my office. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Trying to figure out my anger issues. Come get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you're in LA now. We're here. You, mm-hmm. You've been. You were saying before you've done LA a few times, but yeah. kind of more permanently this time. Yeah. How you finding it? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't mind it. You it's, can't say that in in LA, by the way. You can't say how'd you find it because people will answer. Oh, I looked on a map. That's how I found it. No, I've, right. I've done that a couple of times, and it's been a, it's been a very weird moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning how to speak terms. Well, learning to kind of. Cull your Australian terms that don't make any sense over here. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yep. I mean, it, some of my relatives don't even understand what I'm saying. So, <laughs> yeah, a little. I've I've adopted this um, American accent when I when I'm like 
announcing numbers or yeah, on the phone or on the phone yeah, yeah. to a stranger. Yeah, yeah. I need to um, put more credit on my prepaid account. And it's eight four nine two two one eight two. You know, I Great. can't. Eight four one there you go. You know, cow shit too. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> saves you a good seven or eight minutes of <laughs> just repeating yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind LA. LA's, it's cool. It's like a. It's insane. It's fucking insane. But you don't come here thinking that it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, a big cuddle puddle. Yeah. It's a bunch of people trying very hard. Um, try hard. To do all of the yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not here for a dissimilar reason. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to explore a, a, a crazier part of the world. But, yeah, I've been here a bunch of times. I've, I've come over to do some, some other stuff before. But, you know, I, I like it over here. I like Americans. I think they're really. Outgoing, uh, crazy people, and I feel a bit that way myself. It's a very extroverted yeah. culture yeah, in totally. general, isn't it? Yeah, fucking oath. Yep. I guess like in a, like Australia and, and New Zealand, even more so. Mm-hmm. Very much more introverted, just the way they kind of, you know, carry themselves. Well, around. yeah, you're not you're not encouraged to be proud of being um, outgoing. Yeah, I think in Australia, or I can't speak for New Zealand, but in Australia, yeah, if if you're too Outgoing, it's not. It's not a very congratulated yeah. thing. Not that you need to be congratulated for being a fucking loudmouth, but it, it is. Yeah, I think it's very different here. You, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, people are less ashamed of being outgoing yeah. in, in a way that I mean that translates into if you saw someone in the street and you said, "How are you going?" Like, or you you would be. It's easier to uh, kick off a conversation with someone here than yeah. it is in Australia. I think people are a bit more reserved. Yeah, Australia. I do, I, that's not to say everywhere, but no, that tall, I found that easier here. Yeah, yeah. Well, the t- the tall poppy thing that yeah mm-hmm. is kind of what you're alluding to. It's still, you know, and and there's good sides and bad sides to it. Like the for one thing, I think it kind of helps, kind of helps camaraderie because you kind of everyone's everyone's included, but no one's too too big or too small. But then there's a, there's a low ceiling. Yeah, you know, as you, as you say, you're not really encouraged for going hard or for going too big on something. It's kind of whereas over here. It's like go as big as you can go, be well, massive, go go crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is the thing. It's it's equal parts frightening and you know, oh, sorry, like frustrating and um, exciting. Is that you might meet someone that's very fucking like, what can I do for you? How can I help you? I think you're the best. Which in general, I just don't trust people like that because I'm like, fuck, what's your agenda? Yeah, yeah. But then there's yeah, it's it has a few sides to it. It's a pretty daunting fucking town. Like, yeah. but it's a lot going on. It's very exciting, particularly what? if you're into comedy. There's lots of very yeah. f- funny things in all. Have you done stand up? I have, yeah. Are you is that are you pursuing that or is you just, just I am, yeah. I I'm trying to. I've only just in the last I suppose year, a friend of mine, Andrew Bensley in Australia, was a he runs a bunch of comedy well, he runs comedy room and he's a really awesome stand up and he he helped helped book me for a few things and helped encourage me to do that and I always watched him um yeah, you know, do well with that, and kind of gave it a fucking go. And I've I've been really enjoying it. Doing um, yeah, you know, just fucking giving stand up a red hot go. It's nice. a pretty relentless fucking pastime stand up. Yeah. Come oh, home yeah. after a bomb, and it's just personality destroyed. Yes, shred. Oh, which man. is something I haven't experienced quite at the velocity that most comics have. But it seems like you know the bigger you get. I mean, just the harder those those losses you, you yeah. take them, but the bigger the victories, you know. I mean, I somewhat have that online anyway. 
Like sure. that if I put anything out, there's, there is absolutely no holding back, everyone. You just say exactly what you fucking think, you know. Yeah, right. People like, oh, you look a bit fat and you're not funny. It's like, well, <laughs> thanks very much. Yeah. Well, that's, but that's, you know, it's, this is that's this, the, the social media thing is an interesting thing where like you wouldn't – it's created a very odd way of interacting. You would mm. never behave like that in person. You just wouldn't do it because there's there's always the, the the threat of physical violence. If you tell a stranger that someone that you don't really know that they're yeah. fat and they're not funny, yeah. you, there's chances you're going to get punched in the head by someone. Yeah. But yet this the social media world has kind of created this odd. Well, it's the distance. internet world, yeah. yeah. Anything that you can comment out of your fucking farting words out of your brain at any hour of the day, you just do what you want. Yeah. There's no, no consequences. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, the consequence is that. Yeah, I mean, it's that, like GTA. There's no consequences GTA. at all. Yeah, it's keyboard, Fallout. keyboard GTA. Except the car you've really stolen most of the time is a piece of shit and <laughs> sucks, and you're not really that funny. And yeah. the thing you've said sucked. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you'd, what, what's the best you're hoping for? Like a top comment on YouTube, like a most liked. Well, there comes in all the fucking trolling shit, right? Yeah. Is that like there's a culture of try to fuck with people online? They just say nasty shit just to see if they can. Get a rise out of you, which I'm not, I'm just not even sure how I feel about being that I'm a bit of a fucking shit stirrer myself. I, I think that's a, it seems objectively a sad way to get some recognition or get attention, you know. Yeah. I, don't know yeah. I don't know what that means, like, from a psychology point of view, but it, it does seem like you're just trying to fucking, you're just trying just to get, get your thing up there. But yeah. often it's just people's fucking profiles. It's not even... A page, it's not, you know, Jim's beer is fucking go get fucked, you fat prick, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that yeah. that would almost be a good idea because more people <laughs> would be drawn to your business. But, yeah. no, it's just, you know, James McConaughey. Yeah, without a photo. From like, fucking, yeah, yeah. F- from Bilpin yeah. or something, you know. It's like, well, who the fuck are you? You And yeah. you're sitting there, look, uh, 30 people liked me calling him a fat cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, on yeah. you. Well, you've got to maintain the anonymity because, again, there's that if you if you're known – if it know if people know who you are for saying this shit, but it's not. There's no anonymity. Like all, all those fuckwits that write that shit, they don't have their accounts on private. They don't. They're all their photos of them with the fucking Australian flags and commodores yeah. and being fucking fuckwits are there. You know, yeah, it's true. You're a shit stirrer, and I'm. I mean, sure, I'm not. I don't. I don't have a problem with commodores. I just mean like <laughs> you're. That the thing that you're trying to push there is just for fucking really no reason. More m- yeah. m- more than often is people just want to make a bang, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm trying to fucking do too. Make yeah, a bit negative. of a make it's, a bit of a scene in yeah. some in some way or another. But you being a fuckwit, it's easy to it's, you can you can do that anyway. You're probably doing yeah. it all day anyway. It's laced with negativity though. Like there's there's, sure. there's a difference. Like there's one you can so you can take either. the piss out of something though. But there's but there's there's love in there. You know that's I think why people are gravitating towards what you're doing. You're taking the piss, mm-hmm. but but your your intention is not to actually go. This is even though you have a thing called is it shit. Mm-hmm. You're not actually saying like I wish you the worst and and I hope this is gone. No, of your, not, your intention yeah. is to make someone laugh. Mm-hmm. And if someone's made a product that's shit, well, that's the truth. Well, but your intention yeah. is 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 positive. Whereas mm-hmm. saying you're a fat fuckwit, the, inten- the well, intention there's nothing positive about there's that. nothing yeah. positive about that. Essentially, no. the only positive you can take from it is, wow, that person's trying to get attention because they're probably lonely. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good way. There's a very generous way of looking at that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. It's like, well, what what are you fucking after there? 
There's a difference between making there – there are like those weird lines of are you making fun of something and mm. it's all – it's just a joke. Well, yeah, it's just a fucking joke. But yeah, that joke might be stupid and very well, you know, sorry, it might be done already a million times. This fucking helicopter over here is enormous. I hope I, you can hear it. I'm going to point the mic at it. Yes. That thing's got its own fucking postcode. Yeah, those ones are frightening. It's like a military helicopter. Yeah, I do. I love it around here. <laughs> it's just fucking helicopter. What are you having for breakfast? A helicopter in your face. <laughs> I think it's the difference between being, for example, like I'm not a fan of the band Tool. I'm sorry about that. I don't have an issue with the people in the band. I just don't, I don't like it, but it, it's, my friends don't even like the fact that I don't like the band. It's ostracised me socially <laughs> in every respect. My fucking partner, you know, every everyone likes Tool. I fucking don't. I think that's kind of funny. Yep. Just good, but it's it's playfully like I think it's shit. I don't. It's not yep. actually shit. Well, the thing about it, it's it's you, it's a it's art. It's all objective anyway. But it's an opinion. But yeah, yeah try yeah, to serve no... it gently, being like, you're a fucking piece of shit because you like Tool is not fucking fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the problem is that if 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 it is said to a Tool fan. Tool shit, or I don't like Tool. More mm-hmm. importantly, even even if something more gentle, like I don't like, I don't think the new album was good, or whatever you mm-hmm. say. That person, quite often, it can be taken as you're attacking what I like, so you're attacking me. It's yeah. almost like a well, sure, yeah, that that, but, but it's not. That's not what you're doing. No, that's right. It's not what you're doing. I mean, your identity might be wrapped up in that, and that yeah. that is what I, I'm not up for making fun of, like mm. Tool and that part of music just as an example, represents uh, a community, a bit of a, objectively, a bit of a punish at times, but so is, so is the death metal community, so is the fucking jazz community, so is the pop music community. Everyone's got a punish in there. Yeah. Just for me, yeah. I don't like that. But I like that, well, hey, if, if someone's going to tell me that I'm a fucking, you know, a fat prick that isn't funny, well, guess what? I don't, I also don't like the band that you're into. Yeah. It's not like a rebuttal, but it's like, hey, we, we get to say our things, but I'm not saying at you. Yeah, I'm just saying, hey, I don't like – I'm not saying that I haven't said that in the past. I've been a massive little prick in my 20s, been a fucking douchebag. But for now, this channel does not represent me trying to ostracise people. So I don't, I don't like that and I, I like yeah. to think that it's maybe funny. Yeah. Because everyone likes that shit. And yeah. it's funny when someone doesn't like it. Yeah. It's not really your problem if somebody takes the conclusion, draws the conclusion of he doesn't like Tool, that means he hates me and I'm shit because yeah. I like Tool. I can't, that's not your problem. No. I, that's, one, it's not true. And two, it's got nothing to do with you. It doesn't have anything to do with me. But, it, I mean, it has something to do with me in the respect that you are watching my videos. Mm. And it's nice. I have respect for you. I have respect for everyone. but Just I don't. not for Tool. I just don't like that band. It's okay that we're different. In fact, it's kind of cool and interesting that we like different stuff. Yeah, that's what's uh, that's what um, invites different things into your life. That yeah. You like different things. Yeah. You're not liking something is kind of fun. You know, yeah. the fact that you don't like something opens up an opportunity for you to like something else. Yeah, and maybe someone else kind of likes that, and they can show you the other thing and whatever. But not liking something, I think, gets poo pooed on. Because, you know, you're not supposed to not like it because everyone likes it. No, fuck that. It sucks. Yeah. I don't like it. but yeah. And I have been a bit too full on about that in the past. <laughs> but, like, hey, 
It's okay that we don't like the same things. But the thing like... I can still like you, even though you don't fucking like that. Yeah. In fact, I, I really like you, but we don't like that. That yeah. can be a point of even liking each other, you know? Yeah. We yeah, like exactly. that we're different. Exactly. Different is fucking fun. But again, this is like, this is where the internet is kind of breaking breaking that up. It's like, just like if you say something negative to someone on the internet, there's no consequences. If you say it in person, there's consequences. If you have a situation where you're, you say you don't like something. Yeah. Because we're not in person. Like, I like Tool. I don't like their latest one. Yeah. But I like the early stuff. And I don't think you're a fuckwit because you don't like Tool. There you go. But we get to hang out. Yeah, I get it. to talk to you. I get to we're, – we're creating a relationship now, mm-hmm. you know. But if, if you say it online and I'm an Instagram thing away from you and that's it. Yeah. And that's real triggered me and I'm like, oh, Tool's my – my childhood, my daddy, yeah. fuck you, you know. Then it's like there's there's that separation that, that can become really dangerous. Well, it's, it's such a strange thing to get upset about. And I'm not, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I do understand and that's I feel like what your younger years are for, to fucking feel like you identify with this thing. And if it doesn't, like music and art and stuff, and I mean you're still okay to identify with it, but if someone says anything otherwise, it's fuck you. Yeah. And I think, I mean, yeah. for me, Tool has a bit of, represents a bit of that community. And so well, it's almost, I'm it's, like to shit stir that. Yeah, well, totally. fucking it's, shit yeah, it's almost religious though. Mm. It's almost of that, of that proportion. I mean, it's good. It's fucking, it's, they're not untalented musos. There is some fucking mad shit going on. Have you ever liked Tool? No. Any, no. any? <laughs> no. I haven't actually. It's, right. a, it's a notorious thing. Has there thing ever of, been a song we've gone, that one's all right. Yes, there is. There is a song and I think it's the one. Uh, I don't, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but it's like 69 and one. I've chosen those numbers intentionally does, wrong. But this this is a song. It's it's two numbers. I yes. can't remember. But I didn't I didn't mind that song. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think Danny Carey is a fucking incredible drummer. Yeah, yeah. I think there are some incredible musos going on there. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah. It's all right. I just don't like it. But I was a bit gung ho when I was younger. Like fuck this shit. But <laughs> I'm still like that. But I just let it out differently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's okay. But I, I, I wonder if there's something, you know, we're being very kind of PC about the tool lovers, but there's something about, I know what you're saying with the, the shit stirring, because there's something about just stuck in that fire mm-hmm. and, and watching it like kind of blow up unnecessarily that's yeah, a little yeah. bit enjoyable. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, hang on a minute, all I said was tool was shit and you've really blown up. Yeah. I'm not saying you're shit, but it's almost like, are you going to have a tantrum? Yeah, Are you going to yeah. flip out and there's oh, something sure. kind of not, like, like but isn't that narcissistically what, enjoyable about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It, it is a bit that way. What, that's what a lot of that fucking – what a lot of comedy does. Yeah. Is it like makes fun of you in some way, but it's not really you. It's just the thing yes. that you like, you yes. know? Yes, yes. That's what makes it edgy and makes it interesting. I'm not saying I hate for tool. Yeah. Hate. I'll use the word hate. I didn't mean the word hate. <laughs> You know, those things are like what makes it more edgy. It needs yeah. its shit needs a fucking edge, yeah. you know. Yeah. And to be to not like something that everyone in, in the room or everyone likes this and is really excited about it. For me, my brain is like, fuck that thing. I just I've always been that way. Yeah. Yeah, I was always just well, been a bit anti. I have one that's like the opposite. I actually and I don't say this very often, but I'm saying it now in a podcast, which is a real mistake. I like nickelback. Uh-huh. What about Nickelback do you like? I really love Chad Kroger. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a joke. 
I don't know Chad Kroger, so I don't really have much of an opinion on him. But mm. I think they write catchy songs. You can't fucking argue with that shit. Have a look at their fucking the charts. Like, have yeah. a look at their sales. There's something about them that I think became cool to hate them, and I and I yeah, you know, I, oh, made fun of of it. I think it's Chad Kroger because he he has he looks like the paddle pop, pop line. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that. I th- yeah, but the funny thing was, when I I kind of like him, and I and mm. I listened to their album songs. And the album songs are way better than the singles. The album songs are quite heavy. Uh-huh. There's some there's some huge riffs in there, and it's yeah. it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, but it's got you know wrapped up in a pop formula. Yeah. But I went to a gig once because a friend bought tickets, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go to Nickelback. Let's do it." Fucking, I'm gonna. Oh, embr- I would have gone with you. Yeah, I'm gonna embrace this. Yeah. Because I was like, everyone hates Nickelback. Yeah. So hold on, like a chopper to just a pick. It's Nickelback. <laughs> <It's> Nickelback. <laughs> what did you fucking say? Uh, yeah. Coming to a gig with some fans in Silver Lake. Oh, it's got a, it's got a flag behind it. Nickelback suck. No. <laughs> so I went to a gig once, and because I remember, I, I genuinely was like, I'll go. I want to see who all these fans are if everyone hates them. About 80% hot women at the gig. Right. I was like, ah, hmm. well done, boys. Very, very well done. It was like, it felt like, it was like a stadium show in Sydney, and it felt like what. The 80s must have felt like for Motley Crue. They were just young, hot women going off. It's weird. It's weird what Nickelback represents to a lot of America, particularly, is that it's like a, I think um, a huge part of American music is like into Garth Brooks. Yes. Isn't Garth Brooks, I think Garth Brooks is like one of the biggest musicians of all time, or if he isn't at the moment. But like there is, you wouldn't know if you if you weren't in a, in America. Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, I don't know anyone in Australia that listens to Garth Brooks. No. I'm just I've just gone in my head like fuck. Do I know anyone? <laughs> just like, I don't have a problem. I don't, I don't know. Weird. I just I, I just don't even. I have, I have no opinion on Garth Brooks. I couldn't tell you a song. I don't know anything about Garth Brooks apart no. from that he does country music. Yeah, I just know. Yeah, he does it. He's a weird dude. Yeah, I know. I've just seen videos of him being very. Yeah, I mean, is he a bit of a kook? I don't know. I think he's yeah. I think when you get that famous, you can't be normal anymore. You're yeah. not allowed. Yeah, but yeah. It's you a, were saying Nickelback represents. Sorry, sorry. You, yeah. So Nickelback. I could be wrong here, but they're from the south, right? They're, I, they're Canadian. They're Canadian. I think they're from Canada. Oh fuck! I thought they were from Texas. Well, you see, but they've. I think Pantera were friends with Nickelback. Wow. That is a wild fucking thing to say on that, a podcast. If you, if you listen someone to, told me that, that it could be very. Wrong. If you listen to some of the album tracks, there's some real. There's a Pantera solo. There's a Dimebag solo in one of the Nickelback songs. Fuck off! Fuck yeah, off! After he died, yeah. It's no called. Way. It's called like the side. The song's called the side of a bullet or something. Fuck and it's off! About, Dimebag's played yeah, on a Nickelback. Track. No, well, he didn't play. It was a solo that never got used, oh, and then no. they were able to get the rights to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't. He didn't give permission. He's dead, but they still got it. They got permission from someone. Oh wow! Yeah. That that is yeah. That's a pretty edgy uh, edgy <laughs> move musically. It's a, yeah. I don't see. I don't think there's anything wrong with liking Nickelback. It is. I also like to hate the fact people hate things. Like it's yeah. well, yeah. I mean, yeah. unless it's like Nickelback's just fucking whatever, Trevor. Yeah. To me, really easy to hate. But yeah, yeah I mean. Obviously, no one likes Nickelback because they've told they don't like Nickelback. Yes. Actually, that's the thing. Well, see, and part of you it's don't get a chance to like it or not. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Because I, for some reason, I, I was like, oh, I guess I hate Nickelback. And then I don't know what the scenario was, but I was listening to other Nickelback mm. songs, and I genuinely went, maybe I didn't know it was Nickelback. Yeah. I think I, I think 
Because then I was like, oh, this is a great riff. And then listening to the song, I go, oh, this is Nickelback. Fucking oath. And so now I quite like bringing up to people who hate Nickelback how good Nickelback are and just watch them fire up, man. It's like, and I can't help but stoke that fire. So I guess it's the same thing with the Toolies, you know. You can't help but go. It's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy, yeah. Yeah. Chill out. It's okay if you like Tool. I I know those (laughs) feels big time. Like I like, uh, I have a hugely broad uh, love for music. I love Heaps of world music and um, strange stuff. Stuff. I love Hall and Oates. Oh, know? dude, I love Hall and Oates. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's there's mates of mine that are like fuck Hall and Oates, and like anyone generally above about forty five fucking hates Paul and Oates. Paul and Oates. <laughs> Paul and Coates. They hate Paul fucking, Oates. Is yeah, they hate Paul Oates. Yeah, because it you lived through that and it was annoying. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. it was the shitty part of the eighties. Right. For me, I'm like, well, I was too busy like just about to be born. Yeah. So I'm not really like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. So I've got a nice objective. But yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that is apparently like, you're not supposed to like it and I like it. And that's, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Nickelback's, dude, that is like the grind core of music taste <laughs> is to like fucking Nickelback. It is, isn't it? It's, it's pretty, the death metal of music it's taste. It's pretty niche. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the death metal of pop. Unless, of course, you head just inland to like Texas. I reckon that. Fucking love it there. Froth on it, bro. Yeah, but that's fun too. That's nice to be around your crowd. But bro, Chad Kroger has a a apparently has an ice hockey rink in his basement. Of course he does. So he's done all right. Obviously, not everyone hates him. <laughs> he's done okay. <laughs> I, I think the thing that I, I like ice hockey rink in your basement. Yeah, why? We're not going to have it on the fucking roof. Well, the sun will melt it. That's true. Yeah, and he yeah. lives in Texas. Yeah. In my mind. Although if you're in if you're in Canada, you'd be ice all all year round. Yeah, that's out. right. No yeah. worries. <laughs> My backyard. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about your characters mm-hmm. that you do. Yeah. Who? Who? So who you got? Who are your regulars at the moment? So my regulars at the moment are Jim. I was going down for a cup of tea, <laughs> having a sit down with the uh, young young guys and girls and talking about the Nickelbacks. <laughs> that's that's one of my favourites at the moment. Is I know a Jim. I've met a few Jims in my life. My grandfather's name is Jim. Is it so? Is it based off off your grandfather? I don't want to say, but <laughs> it's not based of him. But it's not not. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's not, Whose face is it? Uh, I'm not going to say where the face is, but I saw the face at a like shitty restaurant somewhere. Yeah, not shitty. It was all right. There's this an all right picture of somewhere. this guy lit up. This old bloke lit up in a very dark restaurant. And um, I took a photo of it and then as soon as I walked outside, face swapped with it and it was the funniest shit. Yeah, it just came through you. It I've channeled. Been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah, I love that. I love that character because it's easy for me. It's second nature. So was he someone that, that you hadn't planned on doing a lot of but he just came through and you are like, well, this is, this is too easy. Let's keep going. Yeah, I know. I'm, it seems to be getting a – I mean, it seems to be getting a warm reception from the right ends of town. So. Yeah, great. <laughs> just love the idea that someone's had too many cups of tea. Yeah. And just fucking – I like the pumped. the angle, like flipping something on its head. Like you wouldn't expect an old bloke called Jim to be fucking smashing someone at the door, you know. Like, yes, yes. Hey, yes. I need to have a wee. Go and take a slash, oh, mate. Can I have a wee? Take a slash. Edit this out. Edit yeah. the wee out. Can yeah. I take the mic to the toilet? Yeah, you can. <laughs> tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't focus anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so we've got Jim. We've got Jim. I do uh, Dave Hughes as well. Yeah. Hughesy, yes. Yeah. You do Hughesy playing Nickelback too. I do, yeah, yes. I played <laughs> Nickelback, yeah. <laughs> what a fantastic combination. I, I like Dave Hughes. I mean, I hope he doesn't fucking – probably wants to smash me after all these fucking videos I've made. Oh, well. Face swapping him. I think I think Dave's got a bit of a – Get a bit of a character voice, and people like to wind him up about it. He knows. He turns it up a bit on on stage, but you know, yeah, it's all in uh, it's all in good um good spirit. Yeah, but yeah, that's that was that's a big one for me. I love the Husey. I've been doing that for years. I saw Husey when I was a a kid, and I've always liked. Yeah, he's got that voice. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that real, but he's a real character on stage. I like yes. that. You're right. You did right, and it's an easy one to he's an easy one to hit up because he just. He doesn't seem to talk like that quite so much on the radio, but that voice is... Yeah, it's very much a stage thing. You see stand-up and what he does on his other shows, yeah. other panel shows and stuff, is very different. Yeah. How are he going? It's yeah, it's kind of... sort of drawn-out vowels, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He's got like this, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. That's a solid analysis of Husey. Yeah. Now, there was a bloke that you did... Maybe this was where where old Jim started, but the, the mm. with, with your your dog that was eating the flowers. Oh, that's right. It was that eating the flowers. But he was a bit more bogan. That 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 voice is like, <laughs> no, don't don't eat them all, mate. Oh, come on, Jimbo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> was that was that Jim going outside and eating the flowers? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. But all my friends were standing on a balcony near me, just like. Fuck, you have lost the plot or laughing at me yeah. being an absolute dickhead. Yeah, you got to go with it, mate. But I don't. I just lock into that yeah. shit. I'm yeah, just – Take I'm, the shame. That poor dog. It was in my mate's house. And this little um, Scotty – what do they call them? I can't remember that breed, but little kind of chum-looking homie. <laughs> chum-looking dog. I know exactly what you yeah, mean. Is it, is yeah, is it a York, Yorkshire, Scottish York. – I know the exact one you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yorkshire pudding. Little chum bastard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. He's a lovely little dog. So I was carrying him around. I was listening to Slim Dusty that day. I was like, dun, 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 dun. I just had the old guy in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Come on, Jimmo, let's go eat some flowers. <laughs> and the, the dog just started fucking around the flowers, so I just turned it into that. Yeah, in the zone. That's okay. actually what started Jimmo. Yeah, right. Came down to come in. Jim Dawn's yes. songs about having a shower. Most of that whole... Oh, fucking character. Old. Yeah, old Slim Dusty. Apparently he did a hundred, over a hundred mm. albums. More albums than he was years alive. That's, That's right. insane. That's insane. It is fucking insane. Yeah. How many of those you listen to? <laughs> I, don't I know he sings a song, you know, I like to have a beer with Duncan. I know his song about his... About have you been his... to the town and country? Sydney? No. Oh, mate, it's a fucking yeah. shithole. It's a good time? <laughs> it's a fucking shithole. Great place to have a... I've played some de- uh, grindcore show there. Have you? Like, yeah, I have. Slim would have been proud. You had to bring your own sound system and it's like a tiled floor, so it was a really awful sound. There's no PA? There's no PA. But <laughs> they were like, they're one of the best pubs in town. Like, wow. The fucking, they give you like a shitload of drink tickets and uh, you can just be as loud as you like. Where and, you go. And you kept the door as well. I haven't been, wow. actually, the town and country, thanks Duncan, I fucking got paid more. I think I got paid 150 bucks. Wow, for a grindcore gig. For a fucking grindcore gig. Yeah, wow. we got paid something nuts like that, which is a fucking lot. Yeah. For playing that kind of shit. Who, who, who what, so what's your, what's your grindcore band? Uh, at the moment, I don't, I have a band called Kegadeth and I have another band called Penalties. Kegadeth. Kegadeth uh, is my kind of heavier band, uh, the like, kind of death metal band and yeah. the Penalties is the punk band that I play in. Okay. That's, that's the, the, the kind of more active thing. 
Pembroke's yeah, right. I, I drum in that band. Cool. And you play guitar in Kegadeth? I play guitar and sing in Kegadeth. Kegadeth, yeah. that's fantastic. It's a new project. Okay. It's, new, it's a new cup of tea for it's, me. Is there anything to do with Megadeth? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The logo is exactly the same. Is it Just right? with different letters, yeah. Um, do, you, do you prefer Megadeth over Metallica? Ah, I do. I do too. I absolutely do, yeah. See, that's why we're mates. It's subliminal. Um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I actually sang in a, in a Megadeth cover band for Fuck a Fuck off. No way. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we'll call, it was Rust in Peace. We, wasted oh, I wish we would do that. See, the problem was that we, it was only that album. All we would do was Rust in Peace start to finish. Uh-huh. And the guy, um, the bass player who put the band together, he, only, he was real dead set on that. And I was like, hey, man, maybe we should play something like Symphony of Destruction or like something. Something fucking else. Something, yeah. something a bit more, you know. I've got an interesting, my Megadeth story that I've got is a friend of mine who are Megadeth fans had this MDF mounted Megadeth poster from a very early Megadeth stage that says Megadeth and there's each member of the band and they're pulling a very 80s glam metal face. And on the bottom it says, world's state-of-the-art speed metal band. Not world's most state-of-the-art. World's <laughs> state-of-the-art speed metal band. Grammatically incorrect. I thought that's fucking – I had to have that pointed out to me. Excellent. I left school earlier. I didn't it's pick probably that worth one. quite a bit, actually. And I only had a motorbike at the time, so I had to go and pick it up. And it's like a you – know, it's a fucking big poster. And it's on MDF. So I had to ride it home on my motorbike. And as soon as the wind would hit the front <laughs> of the poster, it smash me in the face. <laughs> Might Taking have been, off. Might have been a hundred ways to die. Have, have, have you still got it? I do still have it, yeah. Amazing. It's in storage back in back at home. All right. Probably. It's actually my favourite poster. It's everyone's pulling the fucking weirdest face. I love it. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good that was a, I think I think that era would have been when they were in their heroin days. Uh-huh. I think that lasted for quite a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, look, it must have been awful for them, but they made some fucking great music. Yeah. Rust in Peace was a real corker. Lots of uh, cool music comes out of a lot of struggle. Yeah. Yes, just give me the pain. That's kind of mm-hmm. what. That's kind of what. Where the music really comes from. It was like it was like um, a perfect segue from Megadeth into John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, his same band, same band. Bro. It's the same. It's the same guy. John Mayer was in Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. He was. His alter ego was Marty Friedman. His real name is John Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> John Megadeth. I'd love to know what John Mayer thinks of Megadeth. Mayer death. Mayer yeah. death. Perfect. <laughs> John Mayer covers. That'd be amazing. <laughs> His latest album mm. is awesome, but mm. you can tell that he's got a lot of heartache. Whereas yeah. the two or three beforehand where he moved to the country and was just content and kind of slowed down in his life and everything yeah. seemed like it was really great. Got boring. Yeah, it got a bit boring. It's a funny thing about art, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you need to kind of be a bit fucked up or you're boring, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you've got a few tats, mate. Yeah, I do. Should we talk about those? Three of them, if you like. <laughs> I've, see, I'm too afraid. Of what? Of, of tattoos. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that old heavy metal scary stereotype. Not, they're all Bon Jovi tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. So must be a Bon Jovi fan over there. See him across the road. He's bad boy of metal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Any fresh ones or are they just like you, you're kind of maxed out, to be honest? <laughs> no, no, I haven't maxed out. There's still space on my bum. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a lot. I used to be a tattoo artist. Right. I did for, for a little while. Um, yeah, I love them. My therapist asked me once, they were like, uh, why do you think you've got so many tattoos? And I said, oh, they look mad. <laughs> Even if some of them look shit and they were done in a backyard. It's like, I think they look mad. Yeah. He's like, you know what I think? I think you've got them because you wanted to change your identity. And I was like, at the time, I was like, yeah, righto, mate. 
And now I'm like, yeah, I think you're right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I fucking love it, man. I try and do um, you get to uh, you get to have your hands on the wheel with the way you look. Yeah. Be a very permanent way. Yeah. Of doing that, there's a lot of crap on me that doesn't, you know, that looks shit. But that's kind of not what it's about. Yeah. I yeah. just fucking I want to look different. I want to cover myself in drawings. Yeah. That's what my brain's doing. Yeah. Anyway, so fucking. You, you've turned your body's the canvas. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Where's the most painful? Place. On the inside of my lip. Oh wow. I think I got I got uh what do you got? Nine oh two one oh tattooed on the inside. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's that the name of that tool song, right? That's right. Tool song? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh I know and two one oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh that or, or your throat's pretty bad. Your ribs suck as well. Everywhere hurts. It all just fucking hurts. Yeah. Tips of your fingers, no good. No good. Yeah. I don't know this. I haven't had my lower back done yet. So that's that's up for grabs. Okay, tramp stamp. You left the tramp stamp open. I was thinking of um, yeah. I don't. I don't really know. We get maybe a, the Greater Sydney kind of UBD. Remember that? Is that what it is? UBD. The remember before you had um, the map on your phone. It yeah. was like the Gregory's. Yes. The map. Maybe yes. I'll just get Greater Sydney from when I was born. Wow, it's going to be a long, a long session. Yeah, it's going to hurt a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be worth it. I mean, if you people will be like, device. oh, my God, is that the UBD from 1987? I'll be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, how did you know? They're like, I guess. <laughs> I, drive that, I drive that route every day of the week. Oh, my God, that looks so awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah, if your drunk. phone's died, you know, bend over that. We've got to check, we've got to check how to get there. Yeah, we need to travel back through time and drive down you know, sort of Glenhaven Road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been too afraid. To drive to Glenhaven. To Glenhaven Road. Yeah. yeah. And, it's and, old Glenhaven Road. Don't even go there. And as I should be, you know. Yeah. Who knows what you're going to run into down there. In suburbia, yeah. yeah. No, I can't. I got nothing. I got piercings. I got my nose. Yeah. And I got, got my twice ears. in your nose. Yeah, twice in the nose. But um, Were you like, that was so good. Let's do it again. Well, no. See, they're not even through. One of them was through. Right. Let me pull it out. What do you mean it's not through? It's not. The, the hole's healed up. I took it out for an audition. Right. And then about so four hours later, on. went to put it back in. Right. And, it, and I couldn't get it through. And I was like, oh, I'm going to vomit. I can't handle this. Mm. Trying to put it back in and mm-hmm. it started bleeding. And I went, oh, fuck. So I just sat it there in the hole and, and the hole's closed up. So now it's just a little, sits in a little divot. I'm a phony. Right. It's not really phony. It's just, well, just a shit way to have a ring. Yes. Well, <laughs> at least you can, I can take it in and out much more conveniently. Right. You're but hanging on to the divot. Yeah. It's just the divot. Riding the divot train. And there's two now. There's two now. The two second divots? One, or what? Yeah, the second one, because I got two nose rings in the one mm-hmm. nostril. The second one I just put in to see how it looked and went to bed with it. And then when I woke up, it was bleeding, so it made a difference. Hang, hang on, start again. Yeah. Hang on, what do you mean? You've, <laughs> you ended up bleeding, and I can't tell what's going on. I, li- what I was lying. I put it in my nostril to just sit there and go. You know, when you get a you get a little okay, nose th- ring. Okay, this, go, this is where I need look? to start again, right? Yeah, it's that I don't know which. So are you talking about the the divity one, or you no, talking- a new one? So next okay. to it. I wanted okay, so to see the, how two would look. Okay, so where I'm at is like you've got a nostril with a yeah. divot yeah. and the ring's kind of in there yeah. and now you've introduced a new ring yeah. and you've woken up and it's bleeding. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've woken up because I thought, oh, maybe I'm going to start rocking two nose rings. I might get another piercing. Yeah. And then I went to bed with it, woke up and I've obviously pushed it into my nose in my sleep. you got two divots. Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, there's two. Are you double divot, Darren? I'm double <laughs> That's it. You're double, double divot. divot. Yeah, that'll so be. So you don't actually have your nose pierced. Oh my god! So Pulled it right a, out. You yeah, did. Yeah, it's just like a. Yeah, so I'm I'm a funny. You're the bad boy of heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Bon Jovi, isn't it, to have a fake? So, nose so ring? is the uh, do either of those go through your nose? No, one of them used to, but 
but then it healed up and I was like, I can't, I can't put myself through this again. See, I'm a spewer. You know, it's super cheap to get that done. Yeah, right? but I'm a spewer, bro. I can't handle pain and needles right. and shit. Like, I'm, I'm so bad. I, I'm the uh-huh. kid who would be at the front of the bus on the footy trip vomiting, like, uh-huh. let alone needles. I can't take it. Dude, you're doing a sterling job of, I had no idea. That was, I suppose it's the clip on nose ring. Yeah, it was. Easy. Throw That's them right. all off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These ones are real. The ears are real. Uh-huh. They've, 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 they're through. They're not quite as... So what happened the first time you got it pierced before the divot happened? Well, I nearly vomited. Right. And I almost passed out and went, okay, I'm never doing that again in my life. <laughs> okay, if you want to really get down to the nuts and bolts of it, yeah. I shit myself. All right. right. I, was like, I was like, I'm not doing this. This is horrible. I want to look tough. I, I shit the studio. I'm too scared to get tattoos. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> so, That's fair enough. And it is pretty fucking scary. Someone's like, oh, do you mind if I just quickly punch a hole through your fucking face? You're yeah. like, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. It is stressful. It's a stressful recovery too, piercings. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. I had my tongue pierced. Ooh. And that was, oh, man, it was fun for a while, but having it pierced is, didn't hurt that much, but geez. Yeah. It's fucking gross. Like, trying to eat. Does it get like, do you get like any, like, healing gunk? Like, mm, is there any well, stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think your mouth is, is, is one of the quickest healing places in your body. That's so a fact, yes. If you're going to, um, I think, what's the other one? Your bum. I'm not getting my bum pierced though. <laughs> How do you that pierce was up your for bum? <laughs> got to just a little ring through the day. You got to take time. You got to take yeah. your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can pierce your cheeks together, mate. But if you if you said to someone, "Stick your tongue out," I'm going to fucking bang a pole through it. You're like, no, fuck off, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. equally as annoying when you have it done. You have to get a really long bar put in your tongue. Mm. And you eat like a fucking idiot for a while. Mm. Yeah, it's it's fucking horrible. Mm. So I don't really blame you for not wanting to go back and get it done again. Mm. Yeah, you can get fucking. Yeah, it's quite stressful. But tats aren't as bad, hey? I don't know. Yeah, tats are more constant. The pain for a piercing is bang, done. Tats yep. are like, this hurts. This still hurts. Yeah, right. And I'm still here for an hour. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. or more. Yeah. It, it does hurt, but it, it, it's not as much as uh, you might think. Yeah. You're Well, you're a seasoned veteran by now, aren't I you? I am, yeah. I'm a fucking idiot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sick for yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the official term is a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bon Jovi is actually the official term. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the bad, the bad boy of uh, tattoo rock and roll. Yeah, mate. We were talking about earlier the social media and the mental health kind of side of things. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Um, did you see Joker yet? I have. What do you think? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, people are fucking hating it, but you know, they probably like Tool. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, too no, no, I liked it. I liked the um, I liked the comment on mental health and stuff like that. I think probably like a lot of people, I was expecting a bit of a dark night, uh, three, four, right. or whatever. Uh, but it, um, yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I liked the um, liked there's a bit of an an underdog, you know, someone who's clearly struggling with a failing mental health system and stuff like that was um, I could definitely relate to. Uh, so I liked that part of it. I found it hugely distressing as well. Me too. It was that was a hard watch. It was a hard watch. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hard and it was like a, yeah, there are strange victories in the movies that you, you kind of didn't know what you felt about it, you know. Yep, you didn't absolutely. know where you identify or where, where you feel like you belong in yep. in watching that. But, yeah, it was – um I, I really liked it, yeah. I'm not sure I'd watch it again I don't, super yeah. soon. I think I need a few Valium or something before I watch it again. Yeah, yeah my wife was the same. She's like, I, I really am glad we saw that. That was an incredible – So we don't have to go I, again. I never want to see it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with you. I think, I think the thing that I found so – compelling about it was they were able to create a bad guy that you understood mm-hmm. you know like that's like normally in, in especially in these comic book movies it's such a black and white sure. good versus bad yeah you know and, and it's this unrelatable 
evil person. Yes. Which is just not yeah. a thing that you ever come across in your life. Mm-hmm. I've never met a person who you would actually go, that's a bad guy, that's evil. You meet people and you go, wow, that guy's fucked up or, mm-hmm. or that guy's making some really bad decisions or, you know, you can kind of, as much as you may hate someone, you can still go, okay, well, in real life there's circumstance that... that sure, yeah. Whereas this was like... It's not the, what movies are about though, is it? Well, but, I yeah, guess exactly, not, yeah. but, I, but I think the, I think we take more subconsciously from movies than we realise. Oh, I, fucking absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this whole good versus evil thing is far more grey. Well, it's no perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and particularly with something like a Joker who's like, who represents like everyone loved, you know, everyone loved the original kind of Jokers. But, I mean, yeah, to have it come from that angle, it's like the bad guy movie isn't often made. Yeah. And it isn't often that you see that. All bad things come, you know, all people that are, in quotes, kind of bad mm. or bad people, yeah, struggle. We'll, yeah. We're, we're likely struggling. It's come from is, something. It's not, yeah. I think that we like to, as a, I'm getting pretty, I'm a high horse Go for here, it, mate. As, uh, Yeah, I'll stand on my soapbox. As a society, mm-hmm. we like to find, we like to behave as if there's, that's the bad guy, put him over there. Yeah. This is, this is what's right. That's what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about any circumstance. Yeah. Like this guy, but, but seeing a man who went through what this man and Joker went through, that's a scenario where you can finally go, well, shit, what, what hope did he have? Yeah. Of course he's going to do what he's end up, ended up doing. Yeah. Why didn't he do it sooner? It's like backed into a corner. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then but it's much easier to go, I don't want to know about that. He's a bad guy. He's evil. Yeah. We, we just punish him. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that is that's an interesting point. Yeah, it's that it's yeah you look at things from a, it celebrates a different angle. Yeah, that's not something that movies do a lot. Yeah, particularly at an angle of mental health stuff. Well, yeah. it's like often a lot of that. I don't know that crisis that comes from characters like that would have. Yeah, would have some kind of shitty traumatized theory. Yeah, uh, the history. History. Yeah. 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 Well, it doesn't. Theory. It's just... a new word for you. Write that down. <laughs> Fuck hell. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I think we like to think that being born is that, like you're born a monster. Yeah. You know, it's just not. Original sin. Yeah, it's just not, a, it's not really a thing. Not that I've ever experienced in my life whatsoever. A child being born a monster? Yeah. Yep. yeah never seen, you know, it comes out like Bowser. <laughs> um, Bowser? Yeah. <laughs> you know, makes <laughs> oh, a massive man turtle covered in spikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a tough birth. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a fucking it's a cool it's a cool move and it's upset lots of people that are, I don't you know Joker sucks and shit. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, it probably does. Well, it's not fun. That's not fun. It's not a fun <laughs> it's, movie. It's not a fucking There's nothing fun, fun movie. about it at all. No. You watch it and you come back and go, wow, that was exhausting. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how people take it in a couple of months. Yeah, or in a year or whatever. Yeah, to see if they like it. Yeah, if it represents different stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. There's one other thing I wanted to cover, mate. We were talking about asthma early mm-hmm. as a fellow <laughs> asthma brother where yeah. all, the, all the cool kids are hooked on salbutamol. Is that right? Um, I think that's what's in Ventolin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us about your, your lungs, mate. I thought I had – I thought I get I get allergies and I get um, I get a little bit wheezy sometimes yeah, when, get... I, when I go from too hot to too cold. Uh-huh, yeah. I just carry a Ventolin with me. Yeah. But that's about – it's about as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. Your turn. My turn, yeah. It goes a bit further. Right. A bit further than me. I do have asthma. I've got mild asthma coupled with um, – yeah, I've had a lobectomy. I've had a partial lobectomy in one of my lungs. So I've, I'm missing a big chunk of one of my lungs. Wow. I got really sick when I was younger. I got um, tuberculosis. 
Um, so did the fella from uh, Bondi Hipsters too. It was about the same time, actually, funnily enough. Yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, sorry, can't the, the one who last. was Trent from Punchy? No, no, no. The other fella. The other not one. Nick was here. No, the... Um, yeah. Uh, tuberculosis. Yeah, I got fucking tuberculosis. Real bummer. I can't remember. I think he maybe was in Bali or something like that. I, Jesus, I'm fucking digging a hole here. Sorry about that, mate. Yeah, I got TB and got really sick and was fucking in quarantine. So I got quarantined for a while. The story can... There's a whole other podcast worth yeah, of info. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, more or less got sick and... Um, I was in quarantine for a few months and then got released and it took a while to recover. And then, um, yeah, a few years later I had to have the lung removed or wow. most of it removed. So, yeah, it's been a bit of re-education for the body. Wow. How is that? Was that like, I mean, that's a pretty intense surgery. Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really intense. Yep. Someone going into your chest and stapling up what's left of your lungs. Wow, yeah. man. Should try a sneeze on after that. It's a good oh, time. Fuck no. Fucking hit the deck. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's not very nice. Ruthless. It is fucking ruthless. Yeah, I'm um, but it's better after they've had their fucking thing removed. I feel better. <laughs> I exercise a lot, and it's uh, I sw- I've, I've swum fucking heaps. The wonders of Western medicine. Yeah, it is the wonders of Western medicine. Actually, yeah. like I've uh, yeah, I do. I did since find out I have asthma, which is a bit of a kick in the fucking already gut. Of course, and then, um, of course. You know, you only got half a lung. Have some asthma as well. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, Murphy's Law. But yeah, she's all right. It's 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 all right. I'm uh, I'm used to it. I don't actually notice it too much anymore unless I'm trying to participate in marathons. So I stopped doing that. I stopped doing marathons. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd cut them out. Right, doctors right. like you've had enough. I got to quit the triathlons. Three a day. It's too many. <laughs> too many. Too many cups of tea. Too many triathlons. <laughs> so too many triathlons. It's one where you go on the surfboard and the push bikes. Yeah, I've had enough. Yeah, good. But it's all right. Yeah, all good. Healthy is uh, – I'm, I'm a healthy Harold these excellent, days. Excellent news. Yeah. Excellent news, brother. But, yes, we are. We both struggle with our breathing. Yeah. It's really fucking annoying and it fills me with anxiety often, but yeah, I know that I'm all right. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird one. It's nice meeting of, someone else who can't breathe probably too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good on you. I got neither. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it's – and it's never – I've never had an asthma attack. Well, mm-hmm. maybe when I was a kid, but you hear about asthma attack, like it just yeah. comes over you. That doesn't happen to me. I'm just like. Yeah, that sounds fucking fucked. That would be terrifying. I've had that, that. Be... when I had tuberculosis, it was like that. I f- was sitting there drowning. Like it's, it's fucking Oof. traumatic. Can't catch your breath, wake up, just drowning. You just constantly feel like you haven't got enough breath in you. Wow. Very traumatic. I imagine that's what an asthma attack's like. I haven't had one either, but. Is it yeah. like goop on your lungs? So that's why you feel like you're drowning. Um, look, I don't, I don't know the, the whole science of it, but I know that it's your lungs aren't functioning properly at the, at the time because tuberculosis is kind of a like, uh, like an aggressive, rather spiky, degenerative lung disease that it kind of eats away at the things that would help you absorb lo- oxygen. Mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, I didn't. Not much of that was working very well at the time. So I'm, yeah, you sit there kind of drowning. It's not very fucking right. nice. Yeah, okay. It's very, very traumatic. It's, yeah, it's it's somewhat shit. But you get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can get better. Yeah, which is nice. Great. And I'm better, so she's all right. Way mate. to go. Way to go. So I'm feeling a lot better now. My <laughs> cup of tea, and I'm better. <laughs> so that's the, you. You you're just nailing the Facebook stuff at the moment. Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Where can we find you? Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what I reckon. A couple yeah. of underscores in there on the um. In the thing. On the Instagram, yeah. Yeah. I'm just plugging away, trying to trying to make people laugh. Yeah. And uh, it, seems yeah. To, it seems to be working, bro. Thanks, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll keep plugging away. Yeah. 
Yeah. And keep shitting on tool because it's, um, you know. <laughs> That'll never stop. <laughs> I like, yeah. I do like tool, but it's nice to, it's nice to wind them up. Got to mix maybe, it up. Look, maybe I'll publicly join your side just yep. to try and, just to try and get oh, on, no. get them fired up, you know. Yeah. It does seem like a, a I'll need, I'll need more people. There's not many people on my side, so I might need some mates. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do look, I've got the same haircut as old Maynard, so maybe I need to maintain my brotherhood. Mm-hmm. That's baldies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have hair like you. But no Is that more. right? Yeah. And then I, my dad's jeans kicked in. Yeah. And I went, all right, don't keep a rug with a hole in it. Time to go. Yeah, fuck it off. Yeah. yeah. See you later. Not doing things for halves. <laughs> all right, mate, should we wrap it up? All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, brother. Cheers. I'm your champion. See ya. <laughs> on your champ, on your chief, on your champion, but on your tiger. He's a good dude. He's a real good dude. He does the Aussie Bogan thing and those funny characters that he does on his social media presence. But as you can tell, he's a much deeper guy than just that, uh, which is probably why he's so funny. It was cool to, to talk about heavy music. I don't have a lot of friends who are into heavy music and Nat's into much heavier music than I am. But that stigma that, that heavy metal people and people who – like that music, are aggressive people. From my experience, it's not really been the truth and it sounds like that's the same with Nat. And maybe those people that are aggressive are the people that are in the circle pit (laughs) kicking their arms and legs around at people and uh, getting it all out in that way. He's on the front line of the social media savagery. It's a tough – I mean, we all have a social media – page in some form, whether it just be a Facebook page or trying to start a business on Instagram, you know, whatever it might be, we've all, we've all seen it. And it's, man, it's, it's a war zone out there. People are ruthless and he's very brave for getting out there and doing that stuff. And he handles it really well. And, uh, I take my hat off to him. He seems to have a good gauge on, on how to deal with that stuff. But as we talked about, it's really easy to, talk shit on someone when they're not standing in front of you because there's no consequences. You just get to do and say whatever you want and feel good about yourself and wander off. But it's just a really cowardly way to behave. And, you know, Nat's trying to be creative and and make people laugh and has to deal with people being a bit of a keyboard warrior. But that's the nature of the beast and he knows that. And uh, it was it was interesting to to get his take on that side of things and the, and the troll culture. He's, yeah, he mentioned his bands, Kegadeth and uh, Penalties. Uh, it's a, he's pretty good. He's actually really good. He's, I, I've had a good listen to some of his stuff and uh, he's a killer drummer. He's, he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, if you're, into, if you're into the heavy stuff, get involved. You'll, you'll definitely dig it. And it was great to talk about the movie The Joker as well with the, the, mental, the mental health side of things and giving people a bit more of an understanding on on how that works and I know Nat's a good a good voice for that stuff he's working with uh, a campaign called the big anxiety and trying to help people understand that kind of stuff good on him for doing that it's a topic that comes up on pretty much every podcast that I do and it's not really intentional so it's something that we're all dealing with and and he's doing his part to try and help people out with that stuff even if it is just having a giggle. So check him out. Honestly, he's, he's really funny. He's got a great page. 
and uh, he puts out some ridiculous, hilarious stuff on the regular. Next time you need to pop off to the toilet, check out Nat's What I Reckon and you'll have a little giggle while you're in there. Thanks for listening. Love you. See you on the next one. Cheers.